Hello, and welcome to Brain Tangents with me, Sierra. I am your host. Sorry for the long uh, lapse between episodes. I was dealing with strep, which turned into a sinus infection, because it fucking always does. Uh, So here we go. Uh, This episode is the eighth episode of Brain Tangents. Imagine that. Uh, we're going to talk about my dogs and whatever else may come up with that. And why I want to talk about my dogs is because one of my dogs, my bigger dog, Gravy, who is a pity, I am very, very proud of him. Um, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you why I'm very proud of him. So we've had him since... August of 21. Yeah, August of 21. So we're coming up, what is it, August, September, October, November, December, January. So we're a year and a half. We've had, we've had him for a year and a half. Um, and in that year and a half, it's been a wild ride as far as training and stuff goes. Um, So he was at a rescue for two months, you know, whatever. He was kenneled with another dog, his mom. And then when she got adopted, he was kenneled with another dog, you know, help save space. They were a small rescue, right? Uh, Which is fine. That's totally great. Um, And he did really great meeting um, Hodgins, my other dog, who we've had since, well, I've had, um, since he was like six to eight months old and he's going to be 11 this year uh in april um he did really well meeting hodgins you know for that that first meeting it was great you know hodge is hodge you know he was a little grumbly when he got too close but you know they were great they hit it off um just fine actually which is surprising for hodgins hodgins takes a while to warm up to other animals um he's still even after a year and a half he is still not super comfortable like laying with dre or anything like that like he'll come up on the couch um if dre's on the couch he'll come up and he'll like snip him and you know walk by him jump over him to get on the back of the couch you know stuff like that but he won't like go up to Dre and just like play with him or lick him or lay with him or anything like that. I don't, I just don't think that's the kind of dog he is. Um, but Draven, uh, he was very well socialized. Um, I'm in contact. I've been in contact with his previous owner who was his first owner. She had him since he was a newborn, um, because she also owned his mom, um, and dad. Um, I think, but anyway, so he was very well socialized growing up. You know, he had all of his siblings around him at first, and then he had his mom and dad when all of his siblings were adopted out. Um, and then, um, she was also a groomer, so she took him to work all the time. And so he got a lot of socialization with people and dogs that way, which is awesome, obviously. But for some reason, I don't know if it was just Hodge rubbing off on him or if being in a new home just kind of reset his socialization. I don't know. Um, but he um, was very, when we first got him, he was fine with people for the most part, you know. Um, and then he kind of went downhill. He would get like all bristly and like unsure and like, like I have to defend myself against, um, people. And then of course, very reactive with dogs, which can be, it can be a struggle. Dog reactivity can really be a struggle. Um, Hodgins is reactive, um, to dogs and some people. Um, just depending, you know, like if someone comes up and delivers a package to our house, Hodgins is grumbling, he's barking, he's at, 
the back of the couch in the window, looking out the window and barking, and then that gets Draven started. So I don't know if, obviously we say no, we give them something else to do um, instead. You know, we tell them to get off the couch, come to us, do a couple tricks, you know, that way they don't get anything for barking at people or dogs or whatever outside, you know. But I don't know if Hodgins rubbed off on him or if being in a new home reset him. I, I don't know. Um, <coughs> sorry, excuse me. I got some phlegm still in my throat. Um, but yeah, so I don't, I don't know. So it's been a really tough road. Um, Draven is still very reactive to dogs. Um, but he has been recently being so much better with people. It's wild. I don't know what all of a sudden has made him better with people. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm happy about it, obviously. Um, like yesterday. What's today? Today's Saturday? Yeah, yesterday, Friday. Um, I had to go and get my oil changed at um, a Subaru dealership. And if you don't know... Most, if not all, Subaru dealerships are pet friendly. So you can take them in with you. They have water and treats. And the one that um, I go to is actually a newer facility. They upgraded and built a new facility. Bigger, better, you know, whatever. Gotta sell those Subarus. Um, and so we took him there. Well, I took him there. And he it's so great like it was it was wild he got love I think hold on let me count real quick see how many people he met <laughs> he met at least 10 people 10 different people at least and he he didn't grumble at anyone that he met but he did grumble at someone who was walking down a set of stairs that we were kind of next to, um, that were near us. Um, but when that gentleman who was walking down the stairs just walked by us, he didn't grumble or anything. I think he was just kind of unsure about um, people going up and down this set of stairs because it was a very open set of stairs. He could see where they were coming and where they were going to. And obviously stairs, high ground, it probably made him uncomfortable, you know. But that was it. He didn't grumble at anyone else. He didn't do any weird, like, lunging. He didn't bristle up. He didn't bark or whine. Um, he was so great. And everyone fucking loved him. I mean, who wouldn't love this face, you know? Uh, he's just such a cutie. Um, he's a big blockhead. I, I think I've, I've described him for you before. He is some sort of pit bull mix. Um, we were told by his, uh, the, 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 excuse me. Um, we were told by the rescue that he's an American bulldog mix. And his, previous owner that I'm in contact with um also says American Bulldog Mix but I don't know if both of them said that to help his adoptability because American Bulldog is I think in the public's eye different enough from Pitbull you know but I don't I don't know for sure but anyway he, I don't think, well, he could have American Bulldog in him, but if he does, it's not the main dog, I don't think. Um, but yeah, anyway, <laughs> sorry, I'm like looking at him, like studying him, even, I've, even though I've done that a bajillion times before. Um, and so I don't know. I don't, I don't know if they did that to 
you know, make him more adoptable or whatever, because, you know, the stigma around pit bulls, um, but sorry, I'm texting my husband. Uh, okay. Ah, shit. Okay. Um, where was I? Yes. So we don't know what he is, um, but he is dark brindle. Um, if, if you don't know what brindle is, brindle is, uh, usually a base color that's lighter and darker colored stripes going down the body. Um, he is a dark, dark brindle. Um, he gets lighter on some of his appendages and like his belly, but his back, his tail, his head, his ears are all very, very dark. Um, I don't, yeah, it's probably black. I'd say he's, he's like a, a black and, uh, I don't, like toffee color brindle, but mostly black. Excuse me, I had to burp. Um, and then he has white on all four paws, which I think is really cute. His front paws have a little more white and his back paws have less white. Um, he has white on the top of his nose that goes between his eyes a little bit. And then white on his chin that connects to his neck, that connects to his chest, which is really, really pretty, honestly. Um, and he's big. He's about 90 pounds. Um, and he's very muscly. I'll have to upload a picture for this episode, like, um, episode art or whatever it's called. Yeah. Episode art so that you guys can see him because, oh my Lord, he's just gorgeous. Fucking gorgeous. Um, let's see if I can find a photo, but anyway, he is, um, a really pretty dog. Um, and <sighs> the reactivity gets old fast. You know, it's, it's frustrating. Um, I'm sure it's frustrating for him, you know, as well. Um, sorry, I'm so distracted looking for a photo of him. Uh, la, 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 la. Good thing I have an album of just our dogs. <laughs> see if I can get one of him standing. So you can just see how fucking big this guy is. He's a big boy. Um, there, I uploaded... I uploaded a photo to episode art so you could see how gorgeous he is. Um... But yeah, so anyway, so he's really reactive and, you know, it's really hard to work on reactivity with a dog when you have no other dogs that you can regularly socialize with, which is this case, um, because either all of my friends also have reactive dogs or no dogs, you know? Um, so that kind of sucks, <laughs> but I'm really proud of him. Like I said before, and I'll tell you why I'm really proud of him because not only has he been really great, um, with people like at Subaru, you know, he was meeting everybody, loving on everybody. He got so much love and attention and pets. And honestly, we probably made some people's day at Subaru. I know we made at least, um, two people, well, we probably made everyone's day, but like two, two interactions that kind of set it, um, from the rest. Um, the first, well, no, not the first, the second interaction he had with a person, uh, at Subaru was one of the people that like checks you in when you drive up into the, the maintenance bay or whatever. They like come over from their desk and they check you in. So, uh, the lady that, was checking me in, you know, she blah, 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 you know, said hi, whatever, right, and then she took my car, and she went off, and then this other lady was like, oh my god, he's so gorgeous, oh my gosh, and I was like, yeah, you want to meet him, she's like, oh, I would love to meet him, 
So we walked over and she's like, oh my God, he's just so beautiful. And he was loving it. He was soaking up the attention. I mean, he was also really, really excited because it was a new place. So he was doing like his weird pity sounds. If you've ever owned a pit bull or if you've seen the videos anywhere, like Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, whatever, of pities like talking, kind of. It's really, he does the same thing, but only when he's really excited and can't go do what he wants, you know? Like, he's like, let me out, I wanna go. He goes, um, if you're wearing headphones, I'm gonna warn you now, this is gonna be a little loud, but I'm gonna kind of show, like, what it sounds like. He's kinda like, ah, 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 you know? But like, a little deeper because he's got a little bit of a deeper bark. But yeah, he does that kind of stuff. Um, and she was loving it. She's like, oh my gosh, I love it. And, you know, she was telling like, I just adopted a, a girl, a uh, pity, um, a little while ago or whatever she said. And she was also Brindle, um, but like a year old, very young. And, and she's like, oh my gosh, how old is he? And I was like, oh, he's almost five, actually. And she's like, wow. And I was like, I know. Um, but yeah, she loved him. And then we went inside, you know, walked around, blah, 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 blah. Um, we were going to go to their... So this Subaru has an outdoor, um, like, dog area, which is really fucking cool. Um, it's like a little dog park. It's like a little mini dog park. It's... I don't know how big it is. It's, it's, it's small, you know, like it's not huge. Um, but it's got turf, it's got bark chips, it's got, um, things to play on, you know, like tires, like the big tires to play on. It's got a couple like, um, like built up foundation things that you can, you can uh, climb on and whatever. And then some benches for the people and poop bags and a water dispenser and all that kind of good stuff. Um, but it's really nice. It's, it's really, really nice. But there were dogs there, at least one dog that I saw the first time we checked. Um, so I was like, mm, I don't want to, you know, cause any problems. I don't want him to feel like he needs to defend himself and bite someone, you know, and, um, we have not trained with a muzzle yet. Um, every dog, okay, I'm gonna, hold on. Every dog, I don't care how well trained, how well socialized, whatever, every dog should learn that having something over their muzzle, like a muzzle, or like a, um, an easy leader, whatever they're called, or like one of those slide on fabric muzzles, they should be used to that. Um, so Dre is e used to an easy leader or whatever it's called. Um, halty? It's a halty? I don't know. It's, it's the little bit that goes over their mouth, like around their mouth, not over their mouth. Um, a little bit of fabric that goes over their mouth, around their mouth, and then around their neck so that you can lead them by their muzzle like, a, like you would a horse. You know, it's, it's like a halter for a horse, but a dog. Instead of a collar, it's that. Um, so he's very used to that. So he's used to things being around his muzzle, um, even though we haven't um, done actual muzzle training. But every dog should be comfortable with things being around their mouth. Um, Anywho. Um, so there were dogs there. So we were like, okay, whatever. So he went pee and then we went back inside and we sat down where we were sitting before. Um, you know, people walked by, he did really great. You know, people went up and down the stairs after that one guy, he was like, whatever stairs or stairs. Um, so that was really good. Um, and then the other, so a little while, you know, we were waiting a little while and this um, woman, and I think her dad, I would assume, with the age gap, um, you know, they were looking at um, some of the stuff that they had, that Subaru had on display under the stairs that we were sitting near. 
and you know they were walking around you know and uh, when they were walking back toward wherever they were came from um she looked at him and was like, oh my gosh, beautiful. And I was like, you want to meet him? And she's like, oh, I would love to. I didn't want to just like come up. And, and I was like, no, that's totally fine. I appreciate, you know, you keeping space. You know, that's very kind of you. And so both of them, the, the man and this woman, were just loving on him. And they probably hung out with me for five minutes, just loving on him and talking about him, asking questions, you know, just being like really nice. Um... And the, even when someone came over, like, hey, you know, we're just putting gas in the car and then you're good to go. They were like, oh, thank you. And then just went right back to petting him. Um, and he loved it. He loved it. Sorry. Um, but yeah, he loved it. It was, it was so sweet. I think it really made their day. Because even the older guy, he was like, what kind of dog is he? And I was like, oh, he's some sort of pit bull mix. We don't really know. And he's like, oh, beautiful. And I was like, oh yeah um but yeah they really enjoyed him he really enjoyed it he loved all the attention um and then we went after to after Subaru we went to our pet store our pet supply store here in town um for those of you who are just tuning in we'll do a little recap I live in Oregon I live in a town outside of Salem, Oregon. Salem is the capital. Um, so I live in a small town outside of Salem. Um, but I won't say where. Um, and so we went to a local pet store to get up some treats. You know, we were running really low. So I was like, well, we need to get some treats because I was going to make some treats. But I was like, mm, we're running really, really low. And I don't know if the treats would work out. So we're going to need treats anyway. Um, in the meantime, so I was like, okay, let's go get treats. So we went from Subaru to the store and obviously pet store, you know, animals are welcome inside as long as they're on a leash. And so we went in and as soon as we walked in, um, one of the ladies was like, oh, is that gravy? And I said, yeah, um, that's his nickname. Gravy is his nickname. He doesn't respond to gravy um so when we introduce him to people we say oh this is gravy but um he responds the best to his name uh which is draven d as in dog haha r a v as in van e n as in no um so like yeah and when people hear the name Draven, they're like, that's an interesting name. I was like, yeah, well, I didn't name him. Um, it is an interesting name, you know. Um, but, yeah. Um, so we call him Gravy. And that's how we introduce him. It's, it's a better name, I think. I don't know. He's more, he's more Gravy-ish than he is Draven-ish, you know? He just gravies. He just flops, you know, and melts in your hands like putty or gravy. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we went to the pet store. We got some treats. He was sniffing stuff, and he didn't... Oh, hold on. I'm getting a call. I'm so, so sorry. I had to answer a call from Cody. Anyway, where was I? Um, yes, so we got treats at the store. Um, and you know, he was sniffing stuff, but okay. I'm really proud of him for this too. Uh, I'm just proud of him in general. The last two days, he's been so good. Um, he didn't lick anything. He sniffed a lot and he licked him like he licked his lips and stuff, you know, like whatever, but he didn't lick anything. Cause I don't know if you've been to a pet store, whoever you are listening to this podcast, but a lot of the time pet stores have, um, boxes or bins of like pick your own treats, um, whether it be biscuits, chews, antlers, leg bones, whatever, right? Um, 
which are all of course going to smell really great and really enticing to dogs and that's why they do it because if your dog takes something and chews it up and eats it you gotta buy it right which is kind of shitty but i understand at the same time and you got to make sure your dog likes it right um but he didn't lick anything normally he likes to do a little you know like a little a little little lick on things he didn't lick anything i was so proud he was sniffing the hell out of everything of course but yeah anyway <laughs> so i was really proud about that and they gave him treats and he was being such a good boy and you know he was he was just being such a sweetheart and they were giving him love and you know he <laughs> when we went up to pay for the treats that i had found um he's got allergies so i gotta look at look at what i buy to make sure it won't uh, give him hives or anything, you know? Um, and so, uh, put the treats on the counter, the treat bag, and, you know, she was like, oh, can I give him a treat? And I was like, of course. So he hopped up on the counter because he heard her, like, getting into the whatever treats they have. So he hopped up on the counter, put his paws up on it. And uh, I gave the other girl, because there were two girls at the cash register, of course. They all, both wanted to see the dog. Um, so I gave one girl my card while the other girl was giving him a tree. And the girl I gave my card to was like, can I, can I pet him? And I was like, oh, of course you can. And so she was petting his head and he was licking their hands and, you know, being so cute. Um, super cute, sorry. <clears throat> my brain moves faster than my mouth. And that's why I'm doing this podcast because ADHD, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure your brain moving faster than your mouth or vice versa, whatever, <clears throat> excuse me, excuse me again, is ADHD. I'm pretty sure. Oh, excuse me again. My God. I don't know why I'm so burpy. It's probably because I'm talking a whole bunch and I'm excited. Um, but yeah, so I was really proud of him for that. You know, he, he loved, loved going to the store, sniffing stuff and all that. Um, also, though, a lot of people um, probably don't realize sniffing is a really good enrichment activity for dogs. Um, 15 minutes of sniffing, like s different smells or like snuffling in a snuffle mat or whatever, 15 minutes of that is equal to, I think it's like 30 or 45 minutes of exercise, like a walk or like running around, playing to fetch, whatever, um, because it stimulates their brain so much because they're trying to figure out what is this? What is that? Is it safe? Can I eat it? You know, super curious. Um, so if you have a dog that you need them to like calm down, but you want them to do something still, scents are really good. Um, you can also put food and treats in a snuffle mat and that's how they can have their dinner or whatever, you know? Um, so yeah, things to think about. But anyway, so after the pet store, we went on a walk. Um, and he did great, of course. You know, we didn't really have any distractions or anything. Uh, we walked past a guy uh, through a crosswalk and he was interested, but he wasn't grumbling. He wasn't bristled. He wasn't, you know, doing anything. He did really, really well. Um, but he was so, so tired. So when we started our walk, I knew he was already tired, but I wanted to give him a walk, one, to make him more tired, two, to give him some stimulation outside of, um, like new places, um, give him something he's more used to, like our walk route, obviously, um, and three, walking at least 15 minutes a day uh helps keep their nails maintained so you don't have to trim or file as much just so you know um 15 minutes on a hard surface sidewalk street you know whatever uh 15 minutes is all it takes to help maintain nails 15 minutes a day um of walking plus <laughs> um but yeah, so we went on a walk, like, halfway through, um, so we walk down, our, the street we live on is kind of a main street where we live, and it's really long, um, I think it's about two and a half miles long, 
from intersection to intersection, like main intersection to main intersection. I think it's like two, two and a half miles long, maybe three. Um, and we live kind of in the middle of that length. Um, so we were walking from our house to a cemetery um, and about halfway into our walk down to the cemetery, uh, he was starting to like really slow down. Uh, he was really getting tired, you know, dragging his feet a little bit. I could hear his nails kind of scraping in the, on the sidewalk. You know, he was tired. He'd had a busy day at Subaru in the store and, you know, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, and so, uh, he was really tired, but he did really well. Uh, and then today, <laughs> uh, I think he was still really tired. Um, maybe his feet are a little sore too from how much walking we did. Um, but so we went on our walk today. Uh, we went down this same route down to the cemetery and back still really walking slow. So I, I think he's sore. He's really tired. He's currently napping because um, he had a good time. But so when we were walking to the cemetery from our house, our neighbors across the side street on the opposite corner of the side street from us. Um, does that make sense to you guys? Did I explain that right? So we're on a corner. The main street is in front of our house. The side street, if you're looking at our house, is on the left. So that side street, the house on the other corner, that, that was a better explanation. I apologize for backtracking. I just want to make sure that y'all know what I'm talking about, even though it, I guess it doesn't really matter. Whatever. Um, so the people in that corner have a chain link fenced front yard. And so they let their dogs out front they let their dogs out back, whatever. Right. Um, and when we were walking to the cemetery, their dogs were not out, which was great because Dre being reactive, it being a chain link see-through fence right up to the sidewalk. I didn't want like a fence fight, you know, um, and so I was like, okay, good. You know, no dogs are out. We're golden. So we kept walking. We walked to the cemetery. We walked back, right? On the way back, I, I just had a feeling that at least one of their dogs would be out in that front chain link yard, right? That front fenced yard. I just had a feeling. And I was right. Because when we started to get closer, you know, the jingling of his tags on his collar and the jingling of um, the zipper on my treat bag you know, we're making noise. So the dog barked and I was like, oh, dang it. So I stopped Dre. I got ready to like hold him back, you know. Um, it, it gives me anxiety because I don't want, <laughs> I don't want him to get hurt. I don't want him to hurt another dog. I don't want people to be like, oh my God, your dog's a menace to society because he's a pit bull and he's reactive, you know, because people, people suck. The stigma behind bully breeds is ridiculous. But anyway, I was like, oh, great. So we tried to walk by and Dre was just pulling me into the fence, pulling me into the fence, you know, um, to sniff this dog. And the dog was, the dog is dog friendly. It's just a very barky dog. And so the dog barking, I think, was like upsetting Dre and like making him more reactive uh, I don't, I don't know exactly, but the dog was like super playful. Like, I want to play with you. I want to play with you. I want to play with you. And Dre was just like, I don't know about you. I don't know about you. You know, barking at the fence, barking at the fence. And you know, he had his hackles raised. He was like super unsure, barking at the fence. I was trying to pull him back and all that good stuff, you know? Um, and then <laughs> Trish, oh no, that's not her name. The neighbor, I don't know, the neighbor, uh, she came out and, you know, was like trying to get her dog calm. And then, uh, you know, she was calming down. So he was calming down, which was great. I was like, oh, great. Thank you so much. And she's like, oh, 
so sorry, sweetie. You know, like she's just barking at everything. I was like, no, it's okay. He's super reactive. Uh, you know, and I was like, I just, I just live on the corner here. And she's like, oh yeah. Like she didn't recognize me at first, you know, cause we don't, we don't hang out or anything, you know, she's met me once, met him once before she, she recognized him before me. <laughs> If that says anything about your dog, that someone recognizes your dog before they recognize you, whatever, you know, it's kind of great, but, and she's like, oh, can I come around and pet him? And I was like, of course, sure. And so she came around and he, you know, he was calming down, you know, he was still really interested in, um, her dog, whose name is Hazel, um, on the other side of the fence. And I was, you know, explaining, like, I'm sorry, you know, he's super reactive, but he loves people, like, obviously, like, he's loving on you and stuff, and she's like, oh, no, that's totally fine, that's totally fine, you know, we were talking a little bit, he was calming down, and, um, and then, um, another woman who, I don't know where she lives, she lives somewhere, um, was walking, was at, um, the, my corner, across, across the, the little side street, um, she was looking to cross the main road because, you know, I was on the sidewalk with my dog and the, do the her dog behind the fence, right? So they were going to cross the street and continue on their walk. Um, but instead, I was like, hey, you know, can I take him um, in your driveway to give them space to go and, you know? And she's like, oh, of course, you know, do absolutely do whatever you need to do, sweetheart. And I was like, thank you so much. So, you know, we moved our conversation and Dre to, um, her driveway and, you know, he was still interacting with Hazel through the fence. He was so much more calm. Um, when the other two dogs walked by, Hazel was barking a little bit, really excited. Um, and Dre was kind of doing his, you know, cause he was like, I want to, I want to go, I want to go up to these dogs. And I was like, no, you don't. Um, but they walked by, he calmed down, everything was fine. Um, and she's like, do you want to go in the yard? You know, you want to go, um, like have them meet face to face and stuff. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I can't, I can't guarantee that he won't nip or, or bite out of excitement and stuff, you know? And she's like, Okay. I totally get that, but you know, we can, we can break them up and stuff and try over and whatever, whatever. And I was like, okay, as long as you're okay with it. She's like, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Let's give it a try. Um, so I kept him on leash at first, but we did go into, um, their yard, uh, their, their fenced yard, front yard. Um, they had a couple tussles at first, you know, like trying to figure each other out, grumbling, growling, you know, um, little nips, which we both corrected because both of them nipped at each other. So we both corrected, you know, um, <laughs> and they, they were fine and then they were fine. And it, it was just like, it was crazy. Um, and she's like, you want, you want to take them off the leash? And I was like, are you sure? Cause like I said, I don't know. And she's like, yeah, you know, I, I mean, if absolutely necessary, I can pick up my dog and, and you know, whatever, whatever. And I was like, okay. So we let him off leash. They had a couple more little tussle things, you know, figuring each other out again, now that he was off leash and free and, you know, um, lots of sniffing, butt, lots of sniffing his, uh, penis, you know, um, but other, I mean, they did really well. I was, like, honestly really surprised. Really, really surprised. Um, but so proud. Oh, my God, so proud. Like, he did amazingly. I was just kind of flabbergasted. And I, I was telling her, I, this is great, you know. And they were, they were getting along. <laughs> Hazel, um is about two years older than him. Um, she's seven. He's almost five. And so, um, sorry, I'm like going around my house. Ugh. Um, so she was, uh, trying to like let him know, hey, 
this is my yard, I'm the boss, you know. And I was kind of worried about that because he's kind of pushy and dominant. Um, at least he has been in the past and he was kind of showing a little bit of that pushy behavior at first. Um, <laughs> and she multiple times um, was mounting him, his butt and his head, <laughs> um, which is fine. You know, I mean, she's showing him who's boss. We did correct her. Well, she, her owner corrected her. Um, and Dre corrected her too. Come on, Dre. Sorry, he wants up on the couch. Hi, buddy. I know I'm talking about you a whole lot, aren't I? Yeah, I'm talking about you a whole lot. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then uh, she sat on his head. I thought it was hilarious. And he actually, like, um, between their little romps and plays, he was actually showing submissive behavior to her, um, like, like licking her neck and, um, laying down on the ground while she was standing over him, you know, like showing that kind of submissive behavior, um, while still being, you know, really playful and sweet and kind and stuff. And I was just oh, so proud of him. I couldn't even believe it. And, um, Hazel's owner was like, oh my gosh, you got a girlfriend, you know, it was, it was so cute. They, they were having a blast and he got the zooms and was zooming all over their yard and kicking up their dirt in their flower beds. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. She's like, don't even worry about it. My dogs do it too. So it's whatever. Um, but yeah, and it was just, it was such a good experience and she was so kind about it too, you know, cause I told her, you know, we don't have any other dogs that we can regularly get in contact with for socializing him. You know, we, we just don't, we don't have that ability, which makes training for reactivity that much harder, obviously. Um, so it was really a struggle. It was really a struggle. Um, I just realized I need to pause this for a second and order dinner and then I will continue on with his play date talk. So give me a second. I'll be right back. That was kind of a bummer. The place I was going to order dinner from is closed today. They changed their hours. We were going to get sushi. They're normally closed Sunday, Monday, but I guess they changed their hours and now they're closed Saturday, Sunday, which I don't understand. Because I feel like Saturday night, sushi, you know, I don't know. We have always ordered our sushi on Saturdays. And every time we go in, there's always at least five other orders at a time, at the time we go in. So, I don't know. But anyway, his play date, <laughs> it was just so, so good. And uh, Hazel's owner was like, you know, you can come over anytime. You're always welcome. I'm sure my husband would want to steal your dog, you know, and <laughs> we were talking about after she said that, um, she's like, oh, he, he's going to be kind of mad that he missed him. He's probably in there playing games or something. And I was like, oh, you got a gamer too, huh? And she's like, yeah, him. And the neighbor on their other side, um, on the other side of them, like we're on one side, the street, them, and then the other side. So that, that neighbor on their other side, they're really close. Um, they hang out, have barbecues, their dogs play, you know, they go in each other's backyards and stuff, you know, all that kind of stuff. They're great. They're like great neighbor friends, right? <clears throat> Apparently the husband neighbor to them also plays games and they play games together. Her husband and the neighbor husband play games together. And I was like, no, because Cody also plays games because she was like, yeah, they play like Call of Duty and other shooter whatever games together with the headsets and all that. And I was like, oh my gosh, we cannot get the three of them together. Like we got to keep him separate from the other two or we're never going to see them ever again. And, you know, we were just having a laugh about it while the dogs were playing. Like we were just talking, talking a bunch of stuff um, together while the dogs were just having a blast. We talked. I think we were there for like 30, 40 minutes. 
it was it was a pretty pretty good play session they were both like mind the pun dog tired um panting and tails wagging super happy faces and relaxed ears and eyes and you know it was just uh, I don't know it just made my heart so happy you know and that she said welcome back anytime play with your girlfriend maybe meet their other dog they have two dogs as well um like everyone around us has two dogs it's kind of weird so we have two dogs the people that live behind us have two dogs the people that live behind them so kind of like uh kitty corner to us um behind us uh they have two dogs the neighbor next to that house on the other side has two dogs the neighbors i'm talking about with uh the play date have two dogs like it's just weird uh <laughs> there's a lot of dogs in this neighborhood um but yeah uh, anyway, <laughs> um, she was talking about, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe we can, uh, have, uh, him meet the other dog sometime. She's, um, apparently kind of a dick, but Hazel was also supposed to be kind of a dick, but she, she was pretty nice overall, you know, for meeting a new dog, <clears throat> excuse me, for meeting a new dog. She was actually pretty nice, you know, um, but yeah, she's like, yeah, meet, meet the other dog. Puff. <laughs> and this dog is um, 100 pounds. Big, big dog. Big dog. Um, about the same, like, height and length of Dre, she said. But, but 100 pounds. Dre is about 90. Um, yeah, he's about 90. He sh per the vet, he should be 85. But I don't know. I think I think he looks better and feels better. Like he he seems like he feels better at like ninety pounds. I don't know. So we just keep him around ninety. Anywhere ninety, like eighty seven to eighty five to ninety is like a good weight, you know. Um, but anyway, uh, she's like, yeah, Puff's kind of an ass, kind of a dick too, and I was like. Oh, well, you know, that's okay. We can just do another kind of slower greeting like this, you know. She's like, oh, yeah, that would be great. So we might have a new doggy play friend to, that we can socialize him to, you know. And hopefully that um, and regular sessions will um, help him, you know, be a better dog. I think it will, you know. He's – I'm just so proud of him. I can't <laughs> – I can't state enough how proud of my goddamn dog I am. I am so proud of him. Um, Hodgins is really, really stubborn. He's a really stubborn, grumpy old man who I think is just set in his ways. He, I think he would, excuse me, I'm still really burpy. I think he would, God damn, excuse me. Ugh. Okay, I think Hodge would do fine with other dogs. Um, like, in in the setting of just play in their yard or whatever, I think he would be fine. Um, he doesn't like a lot of dogs. He doesn't like dogs coming up and sniffing him. He likes his space. He likes his bubble. Um, and he doesn't like anyone to be in his bubble, you know? Um... Which is fine. You know, he's old. <laughs> he's kind of earned that right, you know, in a way. So I don't really, I don't really mess with him as much with the reactivity. Um, and two, he just doesn't like to go outside when it's cold. And when we went on our walk and playing in the, their yard, in the neighbor's yard with Hazel, it was, it was cold. Like you could see your breath. Like, everything. It was cold. Um, for Dre, he doesn't really care because he runs hot. Um, but Hodge, he would... He'd be a shivering mess. He'd be shivering right next to me. Like, Mom, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be with these dogs. They're too rambunctious for me. Like, he would be fine with other older dogs. 
you know, more calm, relaxed. It doesn't matter really the size as long as they're more calm and relaxed. Um, he would do best with small dogs of any age because um, he has in the past done really well with small dogs um, playing and running and, you know, all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I just, Hodge is, a, is, a, is another beast. He's so stubborn, like, so stubborn, but it is what it is. So I put a lot more of my training effort into Dre because he's really receptive, whereas Hodge is not, re not very receptive. I still work with Hodge, um, just not to the same degree that I do Dre, you know? Um, but yeah, anyway, I think that is going to be it for this episode. We've we've been on for 50 minutes so it's uh, a little shorter than the last two which were a little over an hour but um I think I think this is a pretty good stopping point I think I've run out of things to say <laughs> about my dog and how proud I am of him um mm, yeah I think that's it but anyway um if you like these podcasts uh let me know um uh, there is a Discord that you can join. No one has joined it yet. Um, there's Discord for Brain Tangents. I have a Patreon. Um, all of these, all of these things are in the description uh, for for the podcast. You know, um, but yeah, if you like these, let me know in the Discord. If you want to support me, I would really appreciate it. You know, making. Making these podcasts, of course, um, isn't super difficult, but I would like to, to, to know that you want me to keep doing this. Uh, so I know I'm not wasting my time and talking to no one. So yeah, just if you can and you'd like to, shoot me some support on Patreon. Um, there's also, I think I put my Cash App and Venmo on there too. Um, however... If you want to support me and you and you like what you're listening to, uh, let me know. Let me know. I will keep doing it as long as people keep listening and supporting and liking it and whatever, whatever. Um, and it's available anywhere you like to listen, pretty much. Um, so we'll keep going at it until uh, either nothing comes of it or I get tired of it. Um, also, feel free on Discord to give me topics to talk about. Um, I have a lot of opinions um, uh, that I'm willing to share. I have a lot of thoughts. Um, I have a lot of knowledge, uh, surprisingly. Enough. I'm 24. I'm almost 25. But I have a lot of knowledge. I know a little bit about a lot of things. Um, so pick my brain and we'll see what happens uh, on the next episode of Brain Tangents. So we'll see you then. Bye.